Happy New Year to you. Welcome to the No Mongol Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. That's right. You get 52 weeks with this show. At least for, for now, I've been able to pull it off. There's no there's no seasons. This isn't season two or three. I plow straight through the year, man. And this is episode 97. So gotta give a first off though, gotta give a quick shout out to Bob Amadon. So thank you so much for the new tunes. New year, new bumper music. Thank you, Bob. I really, really do appreciate it to make it happen, especially for the first episode of 2021. Thanks again, Bob. So email is still the same. It's nomongopodcast at gmail.com. So let's get started. Now, normally I wouldn't recommend like releasing a video after something like of a Godspeed level. You know, I definitely love Godspeed. If you heard that, uh, I chimed in a little bit last week. I didn't cover it too much in detail, but it was one of my favorite videos of last year. But Ian Ostrowski decided to ring in the new year with his Genesis 2 video. Yeah, and you heard that right. It was a 2020 video. So I do remember seeing like the teaser trailers and the hints. And I think he kind of talked about getting this out in 2020. But I didn't expect it to be released in 2020. I'm like, okay, it actually happened. And after all we'd been through like worldwide and, you know, the lovely taste that Godspeed left us. You know, it just, it almost seemed near impossible to kind of make a lasting impression after that. But, there's always a but, but Ian did. And the video did as well. It did. <laughs> and I do think it, I was cracking up those, I'm like, I do think it put like a nice, like loud record scratch moment to anyone, like, or pretty much <laughs> everyone who cranked out their top 10 or top, you know, whatever list for 2020. Because I bet like a, a very large percentage, percentage of them were like, no, why couldn't you wait until 2021, Ian? You couldn't wait more, one more day or like eight more hours? Now my list is busted. <laughs> now I need to add an asterisk to my 2021 list because, I mean, it's going to end up on someone's list. Regardless, so people are either going to revise their 2020 list and then re retweet it or whatever, resubmit it on their website or add it to their 2020 list. It was that good. This missed a lot of top lists, I guarantee. And even my favorites, you know, instantly changed. But mine, I mean, they're not really that big. I mean, I said it last week, but I'm just adding it alongside to Death Wish and Godspeed. So this Genesis 2 video is right there. I'm holding up three fingers. Those had, I mean, they were in the last quarter of the, the year and they had the most impact on me like it was like wow there's a connection there but nevertheless if by having genesis 2 wrap up one of the most difficult and strangest years we will ever experience and and given us like literally everything skateboarding needed headed into 2021 i'm all for it so if 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 you get what i'm saying it was it was last year's video but it, it had an impact on this year which is a good thing there was so much love and, and good vibes and everything about this video, all I have to say is that Genesis 2 set the bar really high for this year. Which team is going to carry the torch and grab the baton now? So as of this recording, there are there's been hardly any videos released. Actually, I mean, pretty much all the brands, all the outlets, are, are you all just hung over? Are you going back and tweaking your video after this one? No pressure now. I mean, I could feel it. It's like, oh, man, okay. We might need to revisit our content we're going to be releasing soon. So, But one thing for sure is that it'll be very tough to even come close to the vibes that this crew gave off. So good. So here are some notes I took along the way. 
right from the start, they had a, an in-loving memory of Wendy Gale. And I guess there's an open GoFundMe campaign as well. And they were a little over, I think, halfway to their $5,000 goal. So if you want to contribute, definitely do that. I'll uh, try and put that in the show notes as well so you can look that up. But it sounds like Max and Elise lost an amazing woman. So I bet she is very proud, Elise. Very, very proud. So I wanted to start off with that. But now to the video. One thing I noticed about this video, actually one thing I, I should say I heard right away was some kick-ass tunes. And it started with Dylan Clark and carried throughout the entire video. And, and I'm talking like some classic hits that had me flashing back. Hitting me in the feels. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this song. Yeah, okay. Now we're talking. And they were cranking them out. And it really helped, like, enhance, you know, the, the user experience is what I was what my, put in my notes, quote-unquote user experience. But, however, this video, I mean, it, it won me over when Dylan did that 360 flip into the water. And if you're new to the show, <laughs> just know that I, I love and I'm not joking here. I mean, I love tricks into water. <laughs> All of them. I just think they're so hilarious. And when done well and when done right, it's just there's something about them. It's like you just see this cool trick and then splash. They're gone. They're in the water. <laughs> Keep them coming, please. Keep them coming. Let's have 2021 be like the year of tricks into water. Like we're going to all flash back and go, damn, a lot of y'all did tricks into water this year. What was up with that? And you can blame me, you know, if you hate on it. You know, whatever. Next up, they had Elise. She skated to Big Pun, which was a blast from the past. Because every time I hear that song, I flash back. And this is a kind of a random story, but hear me out. I flash back to a holiday work party. I attended. It was in the late 90s, right around when that song was kind of, you know, the thing. It was on the radio. Yeah, just, you know, remember that? You're on a radio station, not an iPod. And although I don't dance... I just remember seeing all like my coworkers getting down. I was like, oh, damn, I didn't know like so-and-so could dance. But I guess when this song's on, they're just feeling it. So <laughs> I do have to give them that because that got me thinking about it. So, yeah, it was on. And I know, like I said, it's a random note to add, but it was real, you know. But it was a perfect match for Elisa's skating. And she straight up killed it. So that kickflip manual was fire. And, that, and I did, I'm checking my notes, I did write it down. That Daffy you did, Elise? Was that a nod to the late Ellen O'Neill? I know I talked about that last year, but I, I see you, Elise. I see, I see you. I see you working that. That was good. A good daffy. I've never tried that trick, but maybe I should. Rafi's part was so damn good as well. But you want to know what my favorite part of it was. And it wasn't specifically any of his tricks. I mean, his whole part was awesome. Don't get me wrong. But did you see the action starting at 14 minutes and 5 seconds? If you haven't seen it, you got to watch it to know what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about, man. That is one of the reasons why I love this video so much. It's just those kind of moments. We need more of that in this world. The world needs to see more footage of that. And the dude obviously killed it on four wheels, so well done. So damn good. And did you see uh, Xavier? Is it Xavier? Is it Holty or Holt? I don't know if it's pronounced it right. But he powered up that impossible 16 minutes, 20 seconds. Beast mode is what I wrote down. Watch it a couple times. Dude had a pop, and the board just flipped, wrapped right around his foot, and it was perfect. Like, especially look at where he's popping, like his his foot placement. Because I used to, I need to relearn them, but I used to do impossibles. I don't remember feet being like that, but you had to, to pop up that high. So very, very cool. And how about that kick 
at 17 minutes, five seconds. Does anyone know where that ball went? How far did it go? And it was with his right foot, too. I noticed that. Powerful right leg. He's a goofy-footed rider. Powerful right leg. So I need answers for that, that ball, though. I need answers, damn it. It was nice to see they did have the ball for Jasper Levine's part. So, Or was that actually before that ball took a trip around the earth? I don't know. But I do hope that Jasper got pre-approval for that no-shirt no footage, though. I'll like go ahead and give him benefit of the doubt, right? Maybe he didn't know that he had to check in with Puig yet. You know, I know it's kind of a new rule, but I just wanted to mention that. We'll just keep that between the two of us, okay? No big deal. Oh, and pause it at 20 minutes, 13 seconds. What the hell was that? What flew out of the frame? Was it like like a beef jerky or something? Or It was like weird. I paused it. I'm like, whoa, what is that? Where did it come from? Was it on his board? Or did he pop on in the right little the right spot to send it flying? It's kind of like when you're playing Mario Kart, you know, got stuff flying at you. It's very weird. If anyone knows, let me know. My notes for Dylan Neves are as follows. That hard flip, though. Yeah, that's all I put. That hard flip. That was sweet. Nice ender. Damn good part. And then, then they had two friend sections, simply named Friends 1 and Friends 2. However, I'm going to go ahead and rename the second one, quote-unquote, leaving your boy hanging instead. Just seems a little bit more appropriate. That was hilarious. And I did a quick rewind on that one, of course, but some epic hands were just left hanging, just, just out there, just uh, dangling for all to see. Can't avoid it. Some of them, some of you guys played it off well. Others were like, "All right, well, you know, what we're we gonna do." And who, also, anyone know who did that bunny hop? It was about thirty-one, yeah, about thirty-one minutes in, over that fence. That was just straight up insane. I know it's on a bike, and this is a skate podcast, but still, I, I got game recognized game. That that was like, who even tries that there? Would any would anyone even try to ollie over that? <laughs> think about that so i mean that was crazy i'm like dude whoa whoa okay now i do have to admit that the dog section was pretty legit a nice addition to the video but i'm a being a cat guy i'm a cat guy myself okay so i'm always like all right i mean i had dogs growing up but now i'm a cat guy so it but it was refreshing to see one cat 32 minutes and about 38 seconds although that cat did not look happy at all that that thing looked like it was crying for help like Please let me out. Get me the hell out of here. <laughs> it was just crazy. It was like, uh, have you guys ever seen Pinky the Cat? You know what I'm talking about? It was like, that's a Pinky-esque, like, like I don't know. That cat had some weird vibes to it. So I, I don't know. But, but yeah, I, I'm not going to lie, though. That dog section, it got me emotional. I was like, what? Huh? Kind of look looking around. I'm like, All right, well, I guess, whatever. So I was like, damn you, Ian. But I am looking forward to seeing more cats in Genesis 3. I'm just going to put that a note right here. Just going to leave that there. I don't know. I'm shrugging right now. We'll see. Speaking of Ian, we got to see some footage of the man himself. Bao Nguyen had a fire cab flip. And about, what, 40 minutes and 40 seconds, we got to see the return of the soccer ball again. Well, at least for now. Another nice kick. That crew is multi-talented. I know I'm fixated on that soccer ball, but I'm telling you. There's a reason why this video is good, and they can kick those balls like that. Which leads me to Troy Gibson. I didn't write, I'm just being flat out honest. I'm never, you know, I don't ever lie on this podcast. I'm just, you know, it's that phrase. I didn't write a lot of notes for Troy. Other than the fact that I feel that he has what many refer to as the it factor. 
If you follow sports or if you've ever heard that before, you know what I'm talking about a little bit. Let me try to explain it to you in case you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. So Michael Jordan had it. Kobe Bryant had it. Ishad has it. So if you get what I'm saying, Troy's got it. And it's really hard to describe, but it makes sense when you when you you're like, oh yeah, I get it. When you compare it to other like great individuals, great athletes, whatever, it makes sense. And then when you apply it to them and you apply it to Troy Gibson, you're like, oh yeah, of course. But there's just something about him, such raw and natural talent. And he is like, he's so good and he's so young. Like the future is so bright for this kid. Like really, really bright. He's so good. And he's so fun to watch and he makes it look so effortless. So I can't wait. I mean, I'm looking forward to, I should say, because his, his journey is going to be great the next, I don't know, 10 years. But it's so cool just to see his progress over the last few years. Like so good. Dude has got it. Very well done, Troy. But yeah, great job to the Ian and the team. The video was amazing, and it should have way more views than it currently does. Yeah, uh, I looked at Godspeed. Godspeed hit a million views already in one week. This video is not there, but I think in the next couple weeks, it's going to start to ramp up more. This 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 bad boy deserves a lot of views, and I think it just recently got on Thrasher as well, which will help out the cause. But I am going to buy a physical copy of this when it's available. I'm just putting that on record because it is that good. I need to have that in my collection and need to be able to fire it up on my DVD player whenever I want, not to worry about an internet connection. So, yeah. But I'll, I'll be sure to include the link in the show notes. Check it out if you guys have not seen it. Yes, it is a full-length video, a, a legit full-length, but it goes by so fast, and the vibes are so good. Let me get my first sip of water for 2021. Pardon moi. So next up, getting a little bit more, I guess, real. Not dark necessarily, but I want to talk about Jeremy Nibbs' True Grit. It was a documentary from Santa Cruz Skateboards. came out about a month ago, and I saw it. was seeing a little bit of chatter about it. I'm like, okay, that's on my, my mental list to check out. And I finally got around to it this past weekend. It definitely caught me off guard even with the subtitle fast money drugs and skateboarding like it was quite quite literal actually after upon you know viewing i'm like wow it it, it did it, it very interesting story and it started off with jeremy getting he got a call from his father jeremy senior who was locked up at the time in that current moment and had been for 13 months so jeremy hadn't seen his dad in 13 months and they started the documentary off so right away we got a sense that, you know, their relationship, like what their relationship is like, okay? And it just got me thinking, I can't even imagine, because I'm a father now too, and I'm still, I'm very, very grateful that my father's still alive, but I can't even imagine taking that kind of call from your father. I know probably maybe at least one of you out there has that, has had that experience, but it just put things really into perspective for me. Like, I don't ever want to be that dad, having my kids have to take my call, collect call from me, no. So growing up, you know, his parents, they were hooked on drugs, you know, all the while he was trying to go to school and he did go to school. But the key thing is they were always supporting his skateboarding. I mean, he didn't like, he stated that he didn't like team sports or didn't like wearing a uniform really per se. And, and considering his upbringing, it, it kind of makes sense too. like just kind of the, the stars, the universe aligned for him because team sports, for the most part, they require a lot of travel. A lot of interaction with other parents, other teammates. 
it's not it's a it's tough my son plays soccer well pre-covid so i get that it's like oh you know it's so it's, it, it would have been a disaster for him should he had gone down that route you know just because to balance all that and the family and the struggles but the the overall message of it is that skateboarding saved his life it saved his life in some way it's there it's you can't deny it well that in taekwondo i mean dude's a black belt very cool to have that that party. And I loved when he returned to his dojo, and he was asked, you know, are you a famous person now? Are you a professional skateboarder? Kind of like awkward moment. He's like, yeah, um, close. Uh, hopefully soon. <coughs> cough, cough. Of course, you know they, that was a plant that was going to be paid off later on in the documentary. You'll get what you know. You when you see, you know, what I'm talking about. But but at the time, I'm sure in his head he was like, yeah, no pressure, team. You know, hey. Make me pro already. Whenever you're ready, no big deal. You know, I know Jake Wooten is patiently waiting too, but you know. But it was so cool to see him like finally get his official certificate. That was a cool moment. Like he was even on like his he had his fist and handprint and all. And it was way back from 1999. His picture was on the wall. Even the guy was like, "Oh yeah, you are. He's right there." And and Jeremy's, "Oh yeah, 1999. That's me." So well done, Jeremy. Black belt, man. Give me some lessons. Maybe you can convince my kids to, to start. I've been trying to get them into some form of martial arts forever. But that was awesome. And then he went on to talk about how, how like, rough the years were after that. Like, the whole family, they moved to Vegas because his mom, you know, could w- make more money as a stripper there. Then they lost everything. They were sleeping on various friends' floor. Eventually, they sold everything they had. He was talking about, like, at one time, he had, he, he had everything, like, he... I need a new PlayStation. Boom, he got it. You know, his family always bought him everything. They lost everything. He went two years without having his own bedroom. Two years. So just that alone, you know. And all the while, his father, he kept kept using drugs. And in 11th and 12th grade, Jeremy Sr., he had a huge pill problem. And he was constantly worried about his parents overdosing. He's, he was like waking them up at night by hitting them with pillows just to make sure they were still alive. Getting calls from the hospital after his mom almost overdosed. Scary stuff for a teenager to deal with. And it got really, whew, it got really depressing when he said that there's nothing I can do to stop it regarding his dad's drug use. His dad is an addict. One time, only what? Two days out of jail, he overdosed again after buying drugs that had fentanyl in it. And that very thing that took out took Grosso's life recently. So Jeremy Sr. was basically dead for a couple of minutes. And that happened on the same day his great-grandmother passed away too. All the while, the dude's a teenager dealing with that. So clearly the cards were like, they were stacked against him. And it's amazing that he didn't go down that like same path. It could have been so easy for him to just give up. You know, like it just wasn't meant to be. But he didn't. Jeremy is a strong man. A very strong man. And there was a moment in his life where he was only minutes from going down that route. But one phone call changed his life. It was more it was like it was like divine intervention. One call and a trip that redirected. Or better yet, like kind of aligned him with his true purpose, which is skateboarding. Skateboarding saved his life again. And I'm trying not to give away too many details. It's a great documentary, but I also 
found it very fascinating how he handled, he still, actually, he still handles his relationship with his dad. I mean, he knows what's up. He knows, he knows when to call him on his BS. We've all had friends or, or relatives that are, are addicts, and you, you know, you're like, you, the, the BS flag comes up. He's not stupid. Even when they met up for like the first time when he was, you know, briefly out of jail, he wasn't laughing at any of his jokes. His dad was kind of trying to make it light of the situation. Maybe he was just kind of awkward, you know, or, or just downplaying it, but Jeremy wasn't having it. He was serious the whole time. Jeremy Nibs Jr. is the leader of that family. He's the rock. But he also understands why his dad is the way he is. And I love that the border contest surprise. That was so cool. They did that for him. So awesome. And I saw it, kind of saw it coming, you know. And the dude is just so humble about everything. He's got a good head on his shoulders. And the odds, like I said, has, have always been against him to have that moment was very cool to see. Because we've seen that story a hundred times before. And usually they have the same kind of ending. So it was a great moment for him to have that. And even when they asked, like, they asked him, you know, how he felt about his dad missing, you know, basically missed the the whole, his whole, him turning pro. He missed that whole moment. But he didn't make it about him or his ego. He had empathy for his dad and said, I wonder how he felt about it. I was like, wow. I had to pause it. I was like, damn. That is a powerful statement and says so much about his mindset. I wonder how he felt about it. Not like, woe is me. Big difference. Powerful. Very powerful. But I was getting emotional around this time. It's kind of like a slow build, slow burn. But when he got, he, when he told us about his quote-unquote big goal in life, I just about lost it. I was like, damn. Only because he meant it was it was for his mom. Just his mom. That says a lot about his mindset and his acceptance of what his reality reality is moving forward with his dad. So it was very, very cool. And in a good moment, I'm sure it was it was tough for him to do this. There were times where he just he didn't want to. But much respect, Jeremy. So you are well on your way to accomplishing that big goal as well as, and this is key, potentially saving or changing lives by sharing your story. So I know that was tough. So I'll also include this in the show notes. If you guys haven't seen it, it's about a little bit less than an hour long. It was very, very fascinating to see how well this guy has handled it so far. So, well, once again, Jeremy, much respect, man. And finally, I wanted to give a shout-out to Ron Allen, the OG. He recently turned 57 and is still killing it in the streets. Dude has been riding a board since 1973. That's two years before I was born. He's still killing it. So, happy birthday to you. Bay Area represent and he also the reason why I mention this is because he had a recent interview in the latest uh, Stoops mag so grab a copy if you can I think they're sold out now can only get them like in stores but only because I figured it was great timing as we're coming off this crazy year of 2020 so here's what he said here let me grab the the magazine real quick okay so he was asked 
Do you have any words of wisdom or inspiration for success for 2021? And here was his response. Learn to love yourself. Not a selfish kind of love, but a nurturing kind of love. Because we kind of need that as we get older. In this country and in this world, a lot of human beings speak ill to themselves inside their head. I am one of them. I am trying to be better, not better than. I do something and before I'd be like, oh, that is so stupid. Now I go, I still love you, Ron Allen. You got to give yourself breaks. Very well said. And I'm going to do that as well. But I love that, Ron. I'm going to try and give myself more breaks this year and moving forward as well. So that's all I've got for this week, you guys. Tune in next Tuesday. Same time, same place. I got a lot of good things coming up. I don't want to ruin it. But yeah, 2021 is off to a good start already. Appreciate you tuning in. (laughs) 